Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because we are going to be talking about how to succeed at off-page search engine optimization. And this is part three of our SEO lab series where we're taking a closer look at search engine optimization, uh, looking at what it is and how to make sure that you are doing everything that you can to ensure that your website and your content are working for you so that people can find you quickly and easily. So in part one of the SEO lab series, we began to build our SEO foundation by taking a look at what search search engine optimization is, what parties are involved in the process, the importance of keywords and how to find them, and the fact that understanding context and intent is paramount to succeeding in your SEO efforts. So that we're on all on the same page, I want to do a little brief recap of what we did in, in that first episode, and then we'll take a look at what we did last week in part two. So we defined search engine optimization as the process to maximize the number of visitors to a particular website by ensuring that the site appears high on the list of results returned by a search engine. And I want you to remember that for these discussions that we're having on search engine optimization, we're really strictly talking about organic search, which means that we're not looking at any of the um, paid advertisements that are seen on the search engines. And when we, uh, when we, uh, when we looked at search engine optimization the first week, we actually identified three main players. Uh, and the first one was the searcher, which is that person that's looking for something on their customer journey. And they usually start with a broad topic and they get more and more specific as they hone in on that solution to that question or that problem or that quest that they're on. And then the second player is the search engines itself. And that's um, where they're going to look for whatever they're trying to find. And so whether it's uh, Google, Bing, or Yahoo, or any of the other search engines, they're constantly combing the internet to make sure that they've discovered the relevant content associated with, with whatever that searcher is looking for. And then the last uh, person that's involved in, in this whole search engine optimization process is the marketer, who hopefully is you, and all you want to do is be found for what the searcher is looking for. And uh, you just want to make sure that you're showing up on that first page of the search results, um, because uh, as we saw, uh, if you're not on that first page, it's uh, very unlikely that people are going to actually find you. Uh, the results and the percentages of people that are looking past page one and even past the first five results dwindle significantly. So you really want to be on that first page. And then the next thing that we looked at were there's there's a couple of different types of queries that um, that a lot of searchers use, and those two are non-branded queries, and brand and the other is branded queries. And when you're looking at non-branded queries, these are uh, those searches that that they're looking for what you do or the services that you provide, but not necessarily for you. So I get a lot of people who who comment to me, well, I rank in the top five for my company name, 
But in these non-branded queries, that doesn't really do you a whole lot of good because people don't probably don't even know who you are. So they're not really looking for you as a as a brand or the or your company name or even your own name. So these are the types of queries that they're just doing a, a general search and um, they're trying to find out about those products and services that you provide. So they're looking specifically for that information. And then the second type of query, as, we, as I said, are branded queries. And these are the ones where they're actually specifically looking for you and they know who you are. They found you through some of those other queries and they're actually getting ready to make that decision. So um, you want to make sure that you show up in those queries too so that uh, you can get a, a leg up on your competitors as they hone in on that topic. Um, and, and ideally, you want to uh, show up in both searches so that you're there at every step of the process on their customer journey. Now, the key to showing up in these searches is not only to understand what the searchers are typing into the search engines to find you, but also their intent. Uh, and, and in other words, we're looking at where they are on, on their customer journey. Are they at the beginning of their journey where they're just kind of starting to put together and formulate that problem that they want to solve or are they in the middle of the journey where they have a really good idea of what's going to solve their problem and now they're just honing in on who can provide the best solution um, or are they end of the journey and they're starting to look at pricing and reputation and all that information that's going to help them make that um, that final decision. And you just want to make sure that you understand how your ideal customer is searching for your products and services at each step along that journey so that you can deliver the right content using those right keywords and phrases at the right time. And so uh, what we did uh, in our first session was we looked at keywords and, and there's a whole process that you want to go through for that. So if you haven't done that yet, I suggest that you go back and take a look at the SEO Lab Part 1 um, and you'll have a whole bunch of information as to how to do your keyword research and why it's so important. But once you've chosen your keywords and the phrases you want to use and you know what stage in your sales process your ideal customer is going to be using each of those different keywords, it's time to start putting all that information to good use on your website and in all your content. And that's uh, and the way that you do that is through optimization. And uh, there are two different types of optimization, on-page SEO and off-page SEO. And uh, on-page SEO is the practice of optimizing individual web pages in order to rank higher and earn more relevant traffic in search engines. And on-page refers to both the content and, and the coding of the page that can be optimized as opposed to off-page SEO, which refers to links and other external uh, signals. So last week we looked at on-page SEO and went through uh, an example of a blog post from top to bottom and how to optimize it. Um, and uh, what we what we did was we uh, want to make sure that you're doing everything that you can on each of your web pages to tell Google what your page or post is about and what keywords uh, in particular that page should rank for. And so we looked at things like your title tags, um, the actual page URL, how to optimize the body of your content, which included keeping your keyword usage within that content to about 1% to 3% of the total 
total. I suggested that you might want to do some longer articles, so uh, 1,000 to 1,500 words or more is best for the search engines these days. And we also looked at how to optimize uh, videos and images on your on your page because we all know that Google and the other search engines can't actually read video and images. They need some prompting in the descriptions and some of the alt tags and all that. And we went, went over that as well. We also looked at some other key factors in optimizing your page. Um, we looked at things like uh, making sure that your website is mobile friendly and that your content is easy to read. And, and most importantly, that you give your audience a way to share that content with their circle of influence um, through social sharing and making sure you have those buttons readily available and easy to use. So, so today what we're going to do is we're going to look at the second type of optimization, which is off-page SEO. And if you recall, off-page SEO refers to actions taken outside of your website to impact your ra rankings within the search engine result pages. So I want to I want you to think about it this way that on-page SEO looks at your site structure and how user-friendly it is to both the search engines and your audience and off-page SEO looks at how you're attracting your audience to your website and your content and then the actions that they take with that content. And most of the time when we're talking about off-page SEO, uh, people associate link building to other pages and other pages linking to you. And while this is really an important part of off-page SEO, there's really so much more that you can do to improve your performance. Um, we're going to concentrate on three areas that will help you succeed on off-page SEO. Link building, obviously, because it's really important, social media, and the last thing that we're going to look at is local SEO. And if you've been around uh, marketing that won't break the bank for any length of time, you know that I'm all about providing high quality content that gives value to your audience. And when it comes to SEO, that high quality content can get you ranked on the search engines, but you really do need to take it a step further. So that's where uh, off-page SEO um, uh, comes in. And the way that you can do that is to get great relevant links to your content. And if you can do that, then the search engines are gonna start bumping you up in ranking a bit. Um, and another concept that I talk about frequently is um, getting your audience to know, like, and trust you. And most of the time, this really doesn't happen on your website. It happens off-site. So it could happen on social media, it could happen through reviews, or it could even happen when you're talking to people in person. And in today's online world, most people will search out information on you off-site to see what others are saying about you before they even consider you. So these bits of information uh, that are available on the internet um, that aren't on your site say a lot about who you are and your and what your brand's about and will actually contribute to your overall search engine rankings. So it's not only important that you rank high for your search terms and your keywords, which is what we've been concentrating on for the last couple of weeks, but you also have to build that know, like, and trust factor and become seen by the search engines as an authority. 
And when you are, then you're, you'll be seen by the search engines as the best search result because that's really what you want to do is you want the search engines to say, okay, out of all the content out there, this is the best result for this search that this person is doing. And it's not just based on those keywords and content, but it's because people have started to trust you and see that the content that you provide is high quality and it's relevant. So before we get into our discussion, I want to back up a little bit and take a look at the big picture uh, when it comes to search engine optimization. And there are a couple of things that the search engines look at for when, when they're trying to decide which pages best fit what the search searcher is trying to discover. And we are going to get to that information right after the break. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we, we quickly reviewed the key elements to building a strong SEO foundation, and we started our discussion on how to utilize um, off-page optimization for in your overall SEO strategy. So let's dig a, a little deeper. And we were talking about the fact that there are a couple of different things that the search engines look for when they're trying to decide what pages fit best for for whatever the searcher is trying to discover. And as you probably know, Google uh, changes its search algorithm on a regular basis, so we really don't have 
know exactly what weight certain components have in the search in search engine optimization and in the process of how they ha- how they rank each of the pages but the general consensus seems to be that there are a couple of things that play a key role in a page's ability to rank and and those include the page's relevance um, its tre- trustworthiness and its effective offsite SEO. And in fact, it's been estimated that off-page SEO accounts for about half of the uh, ranking weight. So it's really important to make sure that you have a good grasp on this off-page SEO as well as the on-page SEO that we talked about last week. So um, the first thing that we're going to look at is we're going to look at linking from your site to others and and them to you. And it's not really just about the quantity of links that you have, it's going to also depend on the quality of those links as well. So there's a couple of different factors that you need to look at when when you're talking about uh, link building. Um, And some of those include the number and the popularity of those links, the trustworthiness that we just talked about, um, spam, and authority. So let's let's look at some of these uh, a little deeper. The first is uh, let's look at popularity a bit. So there's a couple of different ways that you can look at popularity. The first is global popularity. So uh, what this is talking about is it's talking about uh, the more popular uh, and important a site is, the more links that to that site will matter. So we're, we're talking about things like uh, Wikipedia. If, if you're linking to Wikipedia and Wikipedia is linking to you, that site is going to, ha- that link is going to have a lot more authority and popularity than others that are not quite as important as Wikipedia. So, so what you wanna do is you want to make sure that you're looking for partners that have that authority and to make sure that you're putting together that content that, that um, people are going to want because it's that high quality content that those uh, more popular sites are gonna wanna link to as well. The second thing that you wanna look at when, when we're talking about popularity is local or uh, topic specific uh, popularity. And what this is, is it's suggesting that links from sites within a topic specific community matter more than links from uh, general or off topic sites. So for example, if you're you're selling um, dog shampoo, for example, um, a link from uh, the local uh, uh, pet supplier or, or, or someone like that or, or someone um, who does pet adoptions may be more important than uh, something from uh, a site like a roller skating site or a bowling alley site. So it, it's really important to make sure that those links are relevant to your site as well because that popularity thing is going to uh, kick in when the search engines are looking at um the, the different scores that they're doing to weigh, uh, weigh how, you're, how they're going to rank you. So the next thing that they're going to look at is anchor text. And anchor text is those words that are always highlighted um, with the hyperlink attached to it. 
And um, these are usually the strongest symbol uh, signals that search engines use in their rankings. And so if there are dozens of links pointing to a page with the right keywords, that page, ha it, there's a very good probability that that page is going to rank well for those targeted keyword phrases in that anchor text. Now, uh, if you remember, last week we were talking about the fact that you need to put your keywords in those anchor texts because if you put... Uh, click here, that's going to be considered the anchor word. So if you do a search on Google for click here, there's going to be thousands and millions of, of uh, results because click here is an awful, um, uh, an awful popular anchor text. So you want to make sure that you're, you're linking on the right anchor text. Uh, another thing that they take into account is uh, trust rank. So this has to do with um, spam. And there are so many sites out there. In fact, about 60% of web pages are considered spam. And so to uh, weed out some of that irrelevant content, search engines use systems to measure trust. Um, and many are, are, are based on those links that you have. And so earning links from high, highly trusted sites like uh, universities and government websites and nonprofit or organizations will help boost your score on that trust uh, rankings uh, slider. Um, and then the next is, and this is also related to spam in a way, it's, uh, it, it's termed uh, your link neighborhood. So um, spam goes both ways. So if uh, a website that links to spam, it's, if a, a website links to spam, it's most likely that that website itself is spam. And it may have other spam sites linking back to it. And the search engines actually do make that correlation. So um, they look at all your links in aggregate to see how, how much authority and if there's a lot of spam sites linked to it. So you want to make sure that you're choosing your sites that you link to very carefully and be as uh, careful about what those site those sites that are linking to you are doing as well. Another thing that I, t I like to talk about a lot is the fact that you need fresh, relevant content. Well, the search engines also look for freshness as far as relevancy when they when they um, try to uh, serve up the right uh, results for any search. So, what you want to make sure is that um, you your your site and, and whatever content you have linking to it um, is uh, fresh so that uh, people are constantly coming to it and, and it's that popularity and all that sort of stuff as well. So freshness is really important um, component of that off-page SEO too. And then lastly uh, is social sh sharing. So um, it, over the last couple of years, and you all know this, that social media has become an, a really important part of our society, and it's it's taken its toll on the search engines as well. Um, they, uh, though they t they uh, they treat them a little the links on social a little differently than they um, do for websites. They do notice them, and there there's a little bit of, of debate as to how how they factor it into search engine algorithms. But it it's really rising in importance because every everything today is taking place on social. 
So now that we have an, a little bit of an understanding of how the algorithms work and what, what kinds of things they're looking at in those algorithms to rank you, uh, we need to start looking at the links themselves. And there's three different types of links. The first is a natural editorial link. And what this is, is this is uh, that link that um, sites produce naturally um, because they want to uh, connect to your content and, and company. And they require really no specific action from you um, other than the creation of that uh, high quality, great content and the ability to create awareness about it. So, and then the second type of link is a manual outreach link building uh, scenario. And this is where you actually um, take an active role in building those links by reaching out to other websites, other bloggers, other influencers, and we'll get into how to do this in a minute. Um, but, and you're submitting to directories and you're paying for listings if, if that's what you want to do. And I would highly not suggest that, but that's something that some people do. And it, and what you're doing here is you're actually creating a value proposition and explaining to the owner of the site why it's important for them to link to you and what, what they'll get out of it. And then the third type of link is a self-created non-editorial link. And these are those links that you find in um, blog comments, in uh, user profiles, and that sort of thing. So even though these are of lower value and in a lot of cases, um, uh, they they've started to be considered spam. It's still important to to build them, and I'll explain a little bit later why it's still important to build them. Um, but it's important to make sure that you're being seen on other sites as well as your own, and that's really what off-page SEO is all about. So let's get into some of these link building strategies. And what we're going to look at is we're going to look at those manual link building strategies that uh, that I just mentioned. Um, so the first thing that you really want to do, and, and this is what we've talked about all along on marketing that won't break the bank, is you need to get to know your audience. You need to understand who they are, um, where they're going for their information. And you what you want to do is you want to start, uh, once you've gotten all that information and what's important to them and where they're going to find their information, you want to make a list of the websites that, that appeal to your audience and uh, what you're going to do is you're going to uh, look for the links to those websites you're going to follow those links you're going to start looking at their content and seeing what's there um, and if it's a good fit for your audience so you want to make sure that you have that list of, of websites together and then then the third thing that you need to do is you need to make sure that you're writing amazing content um, because you want to, once we're done with this, you're going to reach out to them and ask them to link to you. But in order to do that, you have to have amazing content. And then you're going to take that list and your content and you're going to match them. So you're going to say, okay, which of these websites has content that's similar to what I want them to link to? And uh, you're going to just kind of match them up. And then the, the fifth step that you're going to do is you're going to actually contact them and put together a, a short email message to them that basically says, 
I was looking for content on whatever your topic is, and I stumbled across the article that you want to connect to or the site that you want to connect to, and you uh, you mentioned something that you really enjoyed about that website, and you talk about the fact that you just published a new article or a new guide that's related to it, um, and you want them to connect to it, um, or you want to connect to them. Um, so that's that's really all you need to do is to put that little article, that little email together, and send it off to them. Uh, and with that, we are actually going to take our next break. So when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on off-page SEO. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we started looking at uh, some link building strategies to help your off-page SEO um, efforts. And what I want to do is I want to give you a couple of different uh, other ways that you can build those links off-page. Um, the, the manual way that I just described, th- those are also the ways that you're going to look at some of these uh, upcoming uh, strategies to, to uh, build links. So the first one uh, that I have for you is guest blogging. And, uh, and the reason why I suggest this is because blogging on your site is great, but if you can find a site that accepts guest bloggers that has your audience and has quite a bit of the authority, that will also go a long way to building your links and your audience as well because those sites have their own audience and they're not necessarily the same audience as yours. So those links going back to your site in your bio on that um, that uh, guest post blog uh, will go a long way to helping you build your links as well. Uh, you also can mention influencers in your post. So you've seen these types of posts before where they're uh, influencer roundups or roundups on uh, quotes from influencers or something along those lines. And uh, 
what what you what happens is when you mention them in those uh, blog posts, and if you send them a, a short note saying that you mentioned them, they'll start sending their traffic from their website, which is probably an authority site because they are an influencer to yours. So you're getting their audience and those uh, powerful links. Another way to build links is to set up a resource page. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that you can do this, but what I would suggest is you can uh, find them by typing in your keyword phrase to Google and uh, helpful resources or useful resources or useful links, and uh, you'll get a chance to see what those pages are, and if they seem like they're an authority site, um, you can put those links on your page, and then you can actually um, send them uh, a another email with the same type of uh, request that we did for the manual search um, saying, hey, I found your site. I really think that it's a great site. I've added you to my resource page. Um, and I thought that you might want to add me to your resource page because of X, Y, and Z and give them the reasons why you want them to link to, to your website. Another really interesting way to build links is to actually um, go and check broken links uh, and uh, make suggestions on how to improve those links by linking to your information. So you have that list that we put together uh, of those resource guides and those resource pages. And all you need to do is there on the Google Chrome uh, search engine, uh, you can install an app called uh, Check My Links, uh, and all you need to do is you need to look at that those uh, resource pages and uh, use that that app or that extension and check those broken links. Look at those broken links. See if there's something on those broken links that you can use um, to link to your site, and just send them another email saying. Um, basically, hey, I noticed that um, there's some broken links on your website. Um, I, I want to give you the opportunity, and, and I checked out the, the links that should have been there. Uh, I have some information that would be better links for that, and, and just ask them to link to your website in, instead. So once, um, once we've gone through all that link building, the next thing that we wanted to uh, talk about was social media. And while it may seem a little odd talking in general about social media when it comes to off-page SEO, it really is an important component. And what I want you to remember is that one of the factors that the search engines take into account uh, when their ranking relevance is in a particular search is popularity. And remember when we were discussing uh, how people conduct searches, that they're more likely to go to social media first to find out uh, what others are saying and what they recommend, and also to ask questions. So this is really indirectly how s social media efforts um, that you put in have a lot to do with how you're perceived by the search engines. So first and foremost, you need to have a presence on social media. And this is really more than just posting on social media. It's all about how you're interacting with your audience and your followers as well. So there's three things that I want you to keep in mind. Um, you need to be there. So if you have a social media account, 
you want to make sure that you are monitoring it or if you have somebody else helping you out that they're monitoring it so that they can answer questions and respond to those comments in a timely manner. If you look on Facebook, it'll actually tell you on your Facebook page how long it takes you to respond. So the quicker you respond, the, the better your score is um, for Facebook. And some of the others also have, have that uh, feature built in as well. The second thing I want you to keep in mind is you need to be human. Um, and, and we've talked about this before, that online and in social media, people are looking for that genuine interaction and not that robot response or that automatic um, post um, or all those uh, posts about buy my product, buy my service um, without interacting with them and without giving them that relevant information that they need without the expectation of, of anything in return. So you need to be human on your social media interactions. And you also want to be proactive. So one of the best things you can do to help your brand is to be seen as a resource for that online community. Um, and even if someone asks a question about the product or service uh, you don't offer, give them some information on it. And, and if you like the product or service, just tell them so. And, and uh, the other thing that I want you to keep in mind when we're talking about social media is that even if it's not ranking you it, or the, the results aren't ranking you as high as you want, there is a, a penalty for not being on social media. Uh, and we've talked about this a little bit before. Um, and, and some of this is um, if you're not there, uh, people aren't going to find you. So there's no brand loyalty. Um, they're less likely to use your products or services. They're more likely to go to a competitor. And on top of that, especially if you're not interacting with them and answering their questions or giving them that feedback that they need, they're more likely to give you a negative post. So it's really important to make sure that you're on social media and interacting with everybody. Um, the second thing that you need to look at when, when you're uh, talking about social media and uh, off-page SEO is building those relationships with those social media influencers. And I talked about this a little bit before when you're, when you're trying to build those links, but these people really do have huge audiences. And if you can build those relationships, um, it can have a massive impact on your social media presence. So more than likely, they also have connections with authoritative sites, which is that that overall thing that we talked about earlier that you need to make sure that you're linking to authority sites and they're connected to other influencers as well so they can inter introduce you to them as well. And uh, the way that you can go about doing this is to uh, introduce yourself online to them on their social social media sites. Um, if you go to an event and they're at an event, you can um, connect with them there. Um, and just make sure that you're on their radar so that you have that relationship that you're building. Uh, and as I said, relationships go both ways. So this is the same thing that you're doing with your community. You want to build with other communities as well. And in the future, what can happen is you can create shared content with that person, or um, they might uh, ask you to guest post on, on their site or, or interact with them in a, in a way that would not have happened if you hadn't made that uh, connection and built that relationship. 
And then the third thing that I want you to think of when when you're looking at um, social media is, and, and this doesn't have to do with the social sites themselves, but um, you need to make sure that you're commenting on blogs, on discussion boards, and in forums. And uh, what I mean by this, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, is that another way to build links and to get interactive is to leave a comment on somebody else's blog. Don't do it just to to do it, but do it so that you're uh, contributing to that blog and that comment um, and that community. And what this will do is, it yeah, it'll get you the link, but it'll also um, show that you're an authority for that particular topic and people will see those comments and once they've seen those comments what they'll do is they'll start saying oh this person really sounds like they know what they're talking about let me check out their website which is here because of the link and they'll start coming to your website so um so this is another way to get social and to build those links and to build those relationships with your community Um, The other thing that you need to keep in mind when it comes to social media is that social media profiles actually rank in the search engines. So it may not affect your web page's position, but it will affect you showing up on those search results. So if you filled out your profiles really well and you have your links in your profiles to your website and to all your social profiles, this will help with your search rankings and will get people to your website. Uh, And the other thing that I want you to keep in mind is that those social media channels are actually search engines themselves. So I want want you to think about this. Um, We don't always just go to uh, Google or Bing or Yahoo to find something. Uh, When we go to Instagram, we may type in a hashtag for a topic that we're looking on, or we may do the same thing on Twitter, or we may use the search engines on Pinterest to find a topic that we're talking about. That's actually a search engine. Um, so you want to make sure that you're posting on these these sites and are posting relevant content for those keywords or those keyword phrases. And that's how you're going to get found on those search engines. And then in turn, those search engines, those social media sites are going to direct that audience who have just found you there back to your website. So it's really important to make sure that you're doing that. The last thing that we're going to talk about, so we said we were going to talk about links and social media. The last thing that we're going to talk about is um, local SEO. And it's really an essential part of your business, especially if you're uh, locally oriented. So it's the in-person SEO, it's the word of mouth, but it's also some other things that you can do online to get yourself noticed. And the first thing that you wanna do is you wanna make sure that you're on those online directories um, and citations. So uh, four out of five consumers use search engines to conduct local searches. And the fact is that many small businesses haven't claimed any of their local search engine, uh, their local listings online. So it's really a huge missed opportunity. And there's a couple of different ways that you can take care of this. And we will look at those when we come back from our uh, last break. So stay tuned. (music) 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Laurie H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we started our discussion on local uh, SEO techniques that you can use to help your um, offline SEO. And uh, we were talking about the fact that you need to build your presence on those online directories. And there's two things that I want to uh, you to keep in mind. the um, Your Google My Business uh, listing, you need to claim that and optimize it. And all you need to do is to go to google.com slash business and uh, claim it there. And what what they'll do is they'll send you a postcard with a PIN number um, to your to your business address and then they'll ask they'll give you instructions on how to claim it online and they do that just to make sure that you're actually a valid business and the second thing that I want you to do is I want you to go to a site called yext.com which is y-e-x-t.com and what happens there is you can actually type in your um, business name and your uh, phone number and your category, and it'll list all the directories that you could possibly be listed in, and it'll tell you exactly how you're showing up in those directories and which ones you're not. And then all you need to do is you need to make sure that you go in to each directory. Uh, You don't need to use the Yext service, um, but you can go into each of those directories and, and fix 
the listing or claim your listing um, so that everything is showing up exactly the same. So you want to make sure that the name of your business, your address, and your phone number are always showing up exactly the same on all those search engine listings. Um, And that will really help you with your local SEO uh, SEO efforts. So um, with all that, We've gone through an awful lot of information on off-page SEO, and I just want to leave you with um, some off-page SEO don'ts based on link building because that's such an important part of what we're doing here. And I want you to remember that the quality of your links is more important than quantity. If you have a lot of links that are spammy or not linking to authoritative sites, um, you're going to get dinged by the search engine algorithms and your ser- and your results are going to uh, fall in the search engine results. Um, you don't want to buy links. Um, and, and one of the reasons I, why I say this is think about it. If someone is actually selling you a link to their website, they're probably selling it to others. And over time, Google is going to figure that out and they may consider that spammy and in that case, they're going to lower your search results as well. Um, you don't want to use any automated programs to get links. Uh, if you have some of those, uh, if you see some of those uh, promotions for get 100 links in a day or something like that, avoid them at all cost. Um, you shouldn't guest blog for very thin or off-topic content. So what I mean by that is I I want you to guest blog, but make sure that that audience and the topic that you're blogging about and and that that website that you're blogging to or that blog that you're you're posting on is relevant to your topic and to your audience. Um, And I already mentioned this, but I want you to remember not to comment on blogs or forums if your only purpose is to to leave that link. And you've seen this. uh, If you blog at all, you've seen those comments come in where it has absolutely nothing to do with the, the blog post itself. There's just a long link there. Those are spam. You usually get rid of them. Don't be that person. Um, you don't want to over-optimize for your anchor text. So those words that you have uh, for your hyperlink, you don't want to uh, have them so prominent and, and over overused within your content that the, the search engines think that it's spammy. Um, you do also don't want to have links that are unrelated to your topic or your website. And this is really important because if you do, again, the search engines are going to look at what your what your page is about, and if the the links that you have have nothing to do with your content, they're going to get a little confused, and they're not going to rank you at all. Um, and you should uh, not link to sites that have no real content. And you know those sites; those are the ones that just have uh, resource pages on them or something funky on them. You don't want to link to them. And if you find that people are linking to you that way, you need to send them a, a note and say, "Please remove the um, the links because they will hurt you in the long run." And you want to make sure that uh, you get links to different pages on your website and not just solely to your home page. Because um, if you mainly receive links to your homepage, that 
will also be seen as spammy. So I, I think you're getting the the trend here that there's a lot of things that um, could be seen as spam and, and it's because they've been done in the past and Google has caught on and, and Bing has caught on and all the other search engines have caught on. So you don't really want to take uh, take that risk of, of doing that and, and getting your your ranks uh, your rings dinged. Um, you also don't want to recycle your content on different sites, and this goes to that guest blogging and that posting uh, to your social sites. Um, the search engines know what's duplicate content, and you really don't want to show duplicate content. Um, and they w- might not catch on the first time that you do it, but they'll start to catch on if you do it uh, several times. And I want you—I want to remind you that spinning content by just uh, changing a couple of sentences here and there in in your article is not new content. You actually have to have uh, new content, and if you don't do that, um, it could backfire. Um, don't forget social media. And uh, last of all, don't be fake. You want to make sure that your building strategy and all of your off-page SEO strategies look natural, that they're not forced. So we've made it, and I hope I've given you some ideas on how to succeed with your off-page SEO strategies. And congratulations, you've uh, survived part three of the SEO lab series, and I hope you're ready to go and put some of these techniques into practice. I'd also love to follow your marketing journey, so please connect with me on Twitter at Janet Kunst, on Instagram at Janet.Kunst, or on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions. And if you have any questions about what we've talked about or covered, please feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com, or better yet, Join us in uh, our new Facebook group specifically for marketing that won't break the bank. It's called Marketing That Won't Break the Bank Podcast. And the quick link for that is uh, bit.ly slash FB dash MTWBTB. And what will happen there is each week after our regular broadcast, uh, you can join us for a live Q&A session where I'll answer your questions, um, give some insider information that we didn't talk about on the show, and even provide you with some worksheets that will help you implement what we discussed that day um, so that you can take immediate action. So um, going forward, you can leave comments or questions in this Facebook group that I've specifically built for this community. Uh, Again, I'll probably be there about quarter after one, maybe a little bit earlier in um, our Facebook group, Marketing That Won't Break the Bank podcast. And I'm calling this the after party. So I hope you'll join us. And the link again there is bit.ly bit.ly slash fb dash mtwbtb and then next week we're going to conclude our SEO lab series and take a look at some of the tools that will help you build your optimization strategies so we've gone through all the optimization strategies your head is probably whirling a bit um, but I want to give you some tools that will make it a little bit easier for you on on your website and off your website and if you have a question that you want answered um, uh, regarding those tools, let me know. You can email me at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com or go to our new Facebook group at Marketing That Won't Break the Bank podcast. 
Thank you for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I really hope it's been informative and you've come away with some new ideas to market your business. And don't forget to join us in our Facebook group in about 15 minutes. And have a great week, and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. 